Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Hey everybody, welcome to Full Count Chaos, where I talk about how fun it would be to actually have a good baseball team in Baltimore. I've forgotten what happy feels like when watching baseball. It is no fun anymore. This team continues to give me gas and heartburn, but I love my oils, and I apparently like to be tortured. Hey, sorry I haven't been around these past few weeks, uh, but the month of June is kind of like a shit show, crazy shit show for me with vacations and other things that I've planned where I leave town and get away from the wonderful world of Baltimore. Got a lot I want to talk about tonight. The Orioles possibly moving. Is that just a bunch of shit? Was that clickbait this week? I'm sure you read about that. Things you do not do when you go to a baseball game. Of course, we're going to talk about the Orioles, Gary Thorne, Chris Davis, and some other stats that came up this week that makes you want to drink and maybe do drugs. Uh, before I get started, I'm curious if you're watching the World Cup. Uh, the USA is not in it. Not many people are interested in the World Cup when the USA is not playing I watched a couple games, and I'm just curious what it is about so many grown men crying in one sports stadium. I've never seen anything like it, and I, I'm i very attached to my Ravens, to my Orioles. I love them, but when they lose, I don't cry. There's a lot of guys I'm around, they don't cry. I've seen the Ravens lose playoff games in Baltimore that were very upsetting. Nobody cried. There might be a couple crybabies. It happens. But holy hell, the fans of soccer, so many grown men crying. I'm talking about crying on their friend's shoulder, pulling away in a line of mucus attached from their shoulder to his nose just of how hard he's crying. It was amazing. I was more entertained by that than the soccer games. I've played soccer, grown up playing soccer, played it in high school. I coached soccer. It's a fun game. I enjoy it. But I just never, ever seen So many men, I don't know, times have changed. I think it's okay if men cry. They can't get made fun of anymore. It's okay. They're a little safe space. Uh, Gary Thorne. Oh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of me, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I'm sure you know by now if you've tuned in. Uh, Fullcountchaos.com. Subscribe, all the other episodes. You can get a hold of me. Follow the show. uh, Click prior episodes on all the other apps you can click on. But um, (laughs) I feel like I talk about this guy. Every week almost. Gary Thorne. I mean, he's got to be on his way out the door soon, right? The guy, you want to talk about a shit show. People make fun of him saying that he drinks during the show, I la- or during the games. I laugh. I say, you know, yeah, probably. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking he probably really doesn't drink. But I'm starting to be convinced the guy does drink during the games. And the things that he said while on air, <laughs> does he still have a job? I'm sure you heard you're an Orioles fan, baseball fan. You're watching, you follow things on Twitter and, and social media. Gary Thorne, it was, uh, I think the Orioles were down by two going in the ninth inning. They got a pretty good double play. And I don't know what word Gary Thorne was looking for, but he's, <laughs> he said, Orioles are within shitting distance. Here, you can hear this loud and clear. Keeps it a two-run game. And with this play, the Orioles within shitting distance as we go to the bottom of the night. <laughs> I played a couple weeks ago, him calling Pujols retarded. Come on. 
And it wasn't like when he called Pujols retarded. It wasn't like, well, if you listen closely, it almost sounds like he says that word. No, he says it loud and clear. Pujols is retarded. What are you doing, Gary? What are you doing? Same when he said shitting on national television. It wasn't like if you listen closely, it sounds like he says shit. No, he says the word very clear. And I haven't heard about him getting fined or getting fired. I mean, he constantly does this. <laughs> Colin Pujols retarded. He thinks every black guy that comes up to bat is Adam Jones. The guy's losing it. Can't be on the air for that much longer. I get people when you're calling live games, you say stupid things, but it's every game. The guy's losing it. But he loves calling games for the O's who still suck badly. I don't know who sucks harder, the 2018 Orioles or Jenna Jameson. Oh. For those of you who don't know who Jenna Jameson is, come on. Well, look her up and enjoy. Have a nice 10, 15 minutes. Went to Florida. Uh, that's where I was for a couple weeks. Uh, with friends and family. Had a great time, but I wore a lot of my Orioles gear down in Florida. I didn't know who these people were. They come up to me. They put their arm around me. They would act as if a relative died. They would say, we are so sorry. We, we hope you're doing okay. Hang in there. Things will get better. <laughs> I just say thank you. You know, they're in Florida. They know what that's like. And that's what some of them said. They said, look, we know what that's we know what you're going through. Hang in there. We're here for you. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty entertaining wearing my Orioles gear, going to bars and restaurants and people just looking at me. They kind of give me the nod like, hang in there, man. You'll get through this. And it was actually a relief from stress taking a break from all the Orioles drama. Um, I, I think I didn't even watch an entire game when I was down there enjoying myself. I would look at the game online on my phone. Again, I'm an Orioles fan. No matter where I am, I'm always going to be thinking about the Orioles. But it was kind of nice. It was like I, I didn't have that that baseball stress. <laughs> it was very relaxing. They're on pace to finish 46 and 116. <laughs> oh my God, these stats that I read about and heard about all week is just disturbing. Orioles have scored three runs or less, 27 out of the last 38 games, 49 times. They have scored three or less so far this season. And they have more road wins than home wins. I don't understand that. They're just such a demented team. And the bottom of the lineup, this is insane. The bottom of the lineup is worse than baseball. I think from single A to triple A and not just the Orioles. Every team, every major league baseball team out there, minor league, major league, whatever, from single A, from low A all the way up to triple A, we have to have the worst bottom half of the lineup. The worst lineup in baseball, Caleb Joseph, 178, Chris Davis, 152, Jonathan Scope, 197, Beckham, 176. It is awful. No trades. Nothing has been done. How the hell does this happen? No one's been fired. No trades. Normally, you'd have one guy in your lineup with those numbers. Remember him? His name used to be Flaherty. (laughs) And it's kind of funny. It's like we're actually, we miss Ryan Flaherty. I miss Ryan Flaherty. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if he came back on the team, we'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we weren't a fan of Ryan Flaherty. Some people say they are. Oh, he's very underrated. All right. Well, he's an athlete, so he he can play other positions. I think that's underrated. I say that, but then you see Trey Mancini and, and Trumbo playing left field and right field. Mancini does not belong in left field anymore. Oh, God. He just, please get him out of there. And then you got Chris Davis. Again, just been a shit show for a couple years. 
this is what cracked me up. He commented uh, the other day about being booed. He says he understands because the bar is set high due to his past success. And I tweeted about this. I said, are you shitting me? The bar could not be any lower. We just don't want you to be the worst baseball player that has ever played the game. And then he said, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? I'm recording this uh, Saturday or Friday. He says he's back. (laughs) No, you're not. He's hit a couple home runs. He's got a double. Okay, you're not back. Your average right now is at 152. He was at 147. His average goes up to 152, and he says, I'm back. Get the hell out of here, you jackass. And then there's a tweet that I read, and, oh, God, I can't remember who who tweeted this out. I think his name's Matt. Again, I'm, I'm, I don't want to take credit. If, if I read something on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or Instagram, I don't want to take credit for it. So I try to give the person credit, and I am so sorry. I, I don't remember. I didn't write down who this was. But anyway, I didn't do research on this. I just scrolled and read it. It said, Chris Davis tied the Baltimore Orioles team record for most consecutive games with a strikeout at 27. He has matched the efforts of pitcher Steve Barber, who played in the pre-DH era. So Chris Davis, 27 consecutive games with a strikeout. And then Davis, he's a couple strikeouts away from uh, Cal Ripken's all-time strikeouts. The only problem is Cal played 2,000 more games than Chris Davis. The bar set high. Davis is hitless in his last 15 at bat, striking out eight times. He has struck out at least once in 26 consecutive games. That was the other day. It's unbelievable. No, it's not unbelievable anymore. What am I talking about? And then the bartender's pub. I didn't. I wasn't uh, able to do an episode when this came out. I did tweet about it. Bartender's pub at uh, uh, Boston Street, offering customers free Dr Pepper shooters for every hit Davis gets. Now. I think he had a couple hits the other night in Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. So that was kind of cool. Fans got to watch the game, get some free alcohol. Uh, I think that's a uh, it's a mix of Amaretto and Miller High Life. <laughs> what? Hey, it's free alcohol. I mean, it was a kind of interesting past week or two with baseball. Manny not hustling down first. He gets booed. Saw some people tweet, oh, remember what Manny's done for us. Why would you do that? I'm so, I think fans are just completely pissed off about everything that's going on. And our best player that we have, who we know is going to be gone, is not hustling down the line. It was a bases loaded, no outs. He hit into a double play. When the camera showed the first baseman catch the ball, he wasn't even in the picture. Fans are booing him. <laughs> when fans are booing, when you're booing your best player, Man, that was a Baltimore accent right there, wasn't it? When you're booing, when you're boo, when you're booing your best player, you know shit's not good. And I can't wait for Buck to leave. I'm sorry. I the more and more I'm doing this show, at first I was kind of like, ah, you know, if Buck leaves, I'll be okay. Now I I want him out. I do. I'm tired of Buck Showalter's decisions. Batting Davis fifth, Colby Rasmus leading off. That's his guy. Loyal to the wrong guys. I know he doesn't have many guys to be loyal to, but boy, is he loyal to the wrong guys. He acts like a dad who coaches the team, wants his kids to play. He'd rather be a proud dad than win games. Beckham, Colby Rasmus. We're probably going to see Tillman come back. I wouldn't be surprised. And Buck really, I mean, he's trying to do everything he can to keep people smiling in these post games. He said yesterday after the game, he said, as though 
he says, as tough or as bad as things have been for 81 games, they can be just as good the other way around. <laughs> this, was, this was interesting. He says, I was talking to John Scope about that today. He said, you got 81 games that you struggle, and now you can have 81 games that you go the other way. <laughs> okay. He finishes up. He says, there's some really good people in that locker room, and I'd really like to see them get a return for what they've put into it. But you can't, but you can't will it. You can't just hope. So basically, he's telling everyone, Jonathan Scope and I had a conversation. And uh, yeah, we've done bad the past 81 games, but we have another 81 games to play. And that's good news? <laughs> no, that's bad news, Buck. The good news would be the season would be over. We don't have to sit through this misery anymore. But he's saying the good news is there's another 81 games. <laughs> it's like when we're watching a game and the Orioles are down 5 to nothing, and Palmer or, or Bordick, who I can't stand to listen to. But anyway, says the good news is there's eight innings left, and I'm thinking, no, that's the bad news. It just means the, team, the other team is going to score a lot more runs coming up. It's just night and day watching the Orioles play good teams. They beat Atlanta uh, two out of three in Atlanta. That was a fluke. All terrible teams have their moments. Most of the time, bad teams win 60. Orioles probably won't even win 60, but they're going to have their moments. They might even go on a five-game winning streak. They're still going to be the worst team that's ever played the game of baseball, possibly. 46-116. and It's amazing. Things are bad. Things are real bad in Baltimore. And there's actually an article written by Peter Schmuck from the Baltimore Sun, which some people that I saw post, hey, I was just clickbait bullshit. But he posted about how there's rumors that we may not have a baseball team in Baltimore. He didn't exactly say when this was going to happen. He just said there was whispers about the Orioles no longer being in, in uh, Baltimore. Uh, he said that the rumors are Nashville, Las Vegas, Montreal, Portland, and Charlotte as possible locations for future franchises. Holy hell, folks. Now, I know this may be a rumor, and I know at the end of the article that I was reading, I think he said... This will probably never happen, and we shouldn't even worry. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Peter, for the 20-page article telling us about how the Orioles are going to be leaving Baltimore. If you get a chance, read it. I mean, it's interesting. And even if it's not true, it's still depressing to hear that there's what he's, quote-unquote, whispers about the Orioles leaving town. That would be brutal. And people who are not sports fans, they don't understand. We are in love with our teams. It's like a marriage. It's like a relationship. We love them. We have their back. We're there with for them no matter what. And when we talk about our sports team who is having a really bad year, we sound like we're in a relationship with a girlfriend or boyfriend that's not working out. I mean, we basically say the same things. We're talking to our friends. It's, hey, it's just a rough patch. Things will get better. It's not always like this. It, it, it's going to get better. I, I promise we're, we're going to get through this while your friends are like, no, dude, you got to get out of that relationship. <laughs> you're going to get hurt. Just leave while you can. Again, you're telling them, no, things will work out. It's just a rough patch. No, you're just going to continue to get hurt. It, it sounds literally like you're in a relationship and that's what you're in. I mean, you treat your favorite team that is terrible, like an ex-girlfriend who treated you like shit and left you. What do you do? You tell your friends, I'm not talking to her. Hell no, I don't like her. You run home, you get on your phone, you text her, you're you you know, you're probably crying, saying, I miss you. Same thing with the Orioles. I tell my friends sometimes, I'm not watching them. They're terrible. What do I do? I go home, I turn them on, I, I sometimes watch all nine innings. It's the same thing. 
It's terrible. But if the Orioles left Baltimore, I don't know how I would handle it. Maybe a lot of drinking, a lot of swearing. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to make this a segment right now about if Baltimore, if the Orioles left Baltimore. Let's move on to something a little more entertaining. I, I just wouldn't, I don't even want to entertain that subject of, of the Orioles leaving. Now, I came across an article that I thought was pretty funny. Now, this is a year, uh, I think it was last year uh, this was written, but I just thought it was still funny from CheatSheet.com. It's 10 things you do not do at a baseball game. And if you think I missed anything, I'd love to hear from you. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Most of these I agree with. Most of them. The first one <laughs> first one starts off, uh, don't be a dick. Uh, that's pretty clear. Don't be a dick. Don't be that guy screaming out, cussing, acting like a jackass, thinking people are there to see you and laugh at your heckle jokes. It almost seems like every game there's always that one guy who heckles, who is loud, obnoxious, who cusses. Come on, you know, there's kids in the stadium, but it's almost like they think you paid to come see them watch the game of baseball. Doesn't work out, so don't be a dick, number one. So I think they say that at the Ravens Stadium, don't they? Don't be a jerk. Everybody says it, and they high-five each other, whatever. Um, here, Here's one that I agree with thoroughly, and, and I might be in the minority here. Don't do the wave. I agree 100% with this, absolutely. I don't like it. Never have, and I I can't put my finger on it why I hate it so much, but I do. I did every time I see the wave start, I'm just like, oh god. I go take a long bathroom break. I text a friend of mine back in the seat, "Is it over yet? Please let me know when it's done." I was actually talking about the wave the other day with a friend of mine, saying it's amazing that you can do that in a baseball stadium when a baseball player is trying to play a game, but these golf pros. If they're trying to hit the ball off a tee, they complain and whine if they hear a noise. You know, you have baseball players up at the plate trying to hit a 95 fastball up in their face or down on the corner, but it's okay if fans do the wave and scream all nine innings, but when you swing a golf club on a ball that's sitting on a tee, if somebody clears their throat, they're almost kicked out. I, I, you know, it's like soccer players flopping. It's ridiculous. Golfers are always complaining. If a bird starts chirping, you can't hit the ball off the tee. But maybe that's why I don't like the wave. Uh, It's distracting the players, I'm sure. Uh, The next one says, don't drink too much beer. I don't know. I was kind of on the fence with this. I think as long as you're not running out on the field naked or or picking fights or, you know, cussing or, or, again, trying to stand up on the seat and heckle the players and use whatever. If you're, if you're fine and you're just having a good time, you're drunk, but you're, you're just keeping to yourself, drink away. But don't drink that amount of beer where you don't even know there's a game going on. I've walked by many a people at Camden Yards when I'm going to get myself a beer or a drink or a hot dog, whatever it is, and I walk by somebody and I'm like, they have no fucking clue that they're at a baseball game right now. They have that look in their eyes of they have no clue where they're walking to. Whoever they came with, they don't know where they are. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I 50-50. Don't drink too much beer, sure. But if you're the kind of guy who can drink a lot of beer and have a good time, go for it. Just don't drive. All right, the next one, I, I, I agree 100%. Don't fight over a baseball. P- 
people act like there's gold nuggets in these balls. They act like complete morons. I see grown men face-palming little kids over baseballs. I see parents dropping their kids so they can catch a baseball. I don't understand. Even when I was a kid, I think I remember thinking to myself, why is it? People almost get in fights. People push kids over to get a foul ball. Go to play it again, sports. You could pay five bucks. You can get a bucket of baseballs. I, I Maybe it's just bragging rights. I got this foul ball. I mean, in Little League games, I was watching the Little League World Series. Uh, not too long. When was that? Because I heard Gary Thorne. He was announcing the game. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what if he's going to say shit or retar- call a kid retarded on, on live TV? But the foul balls, home runs, these kids, parents, they just run after this ball like it's made of gold. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Kids, okay, maybe I understand that a little bit. You're at a major league game. Your favorite player just hit a foul ball, and it'd be cool you know, to go to school that next day and say, hey, I caught a foul ball from Mike Trout, who, by the way, just rocked one off of David Hess. God, I love watching Mike Trout play baseball. I don't care that he's playing the Orioles. He's so fun to watch. I think he's one of the greatest players in baseball today. So anyway, don't fight over a baseball. Stop it. Knock it off. Um, Here's one that I, again, agree with 100%. If you're an adult, don't bring a glove to the game. (laughs) I think this as an adult, I think if you're over the age of, I don't know, 14, Knock it off with the glove. You look like a moron. Be a man. Catch the damn ball with your hand or or do what I do. I get the hell out of the way. I've had friends who catch home runs and foul balls and they break their finger, jam their thumb. They're in a lot of pain. I know what it feels like to catch a a ball with a bare hand coming at you 75, 80 miles per hour. It doesn't feel good. I don't ever understand that. My dad who plays professional ball with the Orioles, even he gets out of the way. He's not dumb. He knows what it feels like. I always laugh when I see people just screaming foul balls coming over the wall and people reach out for this ball. They have no idea the amount of pain that they're going to feel if that ball hits them square in the finger. You're going to have a broken finger. You look, <laughs> you're going to look like a jackass trying to catch a ball going 85, 90 miles per hour. Sometimes they rocket those balls. And I know the net's there now. That helps a little bit, but sometimes it just goes right over that net, coming right at you. And these people jump out of their seat to try to catch it. Maybe, you know what? Learn the hard way. You'll find out real quick. But I got caught on national television, sitting front row right behind, uh, right next to the Orioles dugout. I mean, this ball, it was a fly ball. <laughs> it was a professional fly ball, major league fly ball. It was coming right for me. I was not going to catch it. I don't care that it was not a line drive. The ball was just at a mile high. I wanted nothing to do with it. And I kind of took a couple steps to the left, ducked out of the way. The ball bounced right where I was standing. And, of course, about um, 10 seconds later, I'm getting texts. I'm getting calls, telling people to leave my man card at the door. And Why did I get out of the way? I'm not doing it. I don't care. I am not catching a hardball coming at me without a glove, but doesn't mean I'm going to bring a glove. So I agree. <laughs> if you're an adult, I'm going to say teenager, don't bring a glove to the freaking game. Uh, here's another one. They said, don't run onto the field. Yeah. I mean, come on. Slows up the game. It can be entertaining, though. A few years ago, I was there. A guy 
ran out and he came right at me. Not personally, he wasn't coming at me to, to, to fight me or anything. He was just coming in my direction. And I was sitting down, where was I? Right behind home plate. And I took out my phone, started recording. And as soon as I started recording, the umpire just completely laid him out, just tackled him into the wall. It was pretty cool. I actually uh, should up should post that on Twitter. It's a pretty good video. I'm right there. I, I get the action. And I'm doing the play-by-play. So maybe I'll update that, upload that, whatever. Uh, but it can be entertaining. Uh, the next one, don't propose to your significant other. <laughs> I didn't mind this. I, I think, it, you know, it, it's kind of cool. You see somebody propose and they're all happy and everyone's cheering and if you run into the guy, you congratulate him. I, I think that's pretty cool. But in the article, it said, this is why they didn't agree with it. It says, not everyone at the game is interested in what's going on in your life. The vast majority are there to watch baseball. It says, if you absolutely must publicly display your love, find a place where people haven't paid upwards of several hundred dollars to be there. And if you're going to ignore this advice and do it anyway, then at least don't lose the ring and try to be absolutely... And be absolutely sure the answer will be yes. That would be funny. Proposing to your girlfriend on the big screen and she goes, I'm just not ready. That would be perfect. Didn't that happen in an NBA game? Like half court and the girl said no, but then everyone found out it was just a gag. But I'm okay with that. I think that would be kind of cute. Yes, I'm a grown man. I just used the word cute. I don't care, but I think that'd be kind of cool. Don't take off your shirt. Yeah, please don't. You look like a complete douchebag if you take your shirt off. I see guys do it at Camden Yards all the time, and they look like a douchebag. You look like an asshole. I don't care that you have 1% body fat, you're ripped, and you got biceps 25 inches wide. I don't care. Put your fucking shirt back on. You look like an idiot. Uh, don't reach for a ball that's in play. Yeah, we that's the next one on the list. Don't reach for a ball that's in play. We know that. Fans know that. Everybody knows that, but I see it all the time. All the time. And I'm talking ground balls down the line. Your team's coming around home, but because you a-hole reached out and grabbed the ball because, again, you got to fight for the ball. Everybody's got, you know, the runner's got to go back to third. The play stops. Jeffrey Mayer, oh, if you're a Baltimore fan, you, you just cringe when you hear that name, that little asshole. Steve Bartman, Chicago Cubs, we all know about him. <laughs> Holy hell, I still think he's in witness protection. Yeah, don't reach for a ball. Get out of the way. Although, if <laughs> if you're a Baltimore, all right, you're an Orioles fan, and it's a fly ball, and who's the road team, whatever player is coming in, and has to kind of lean over to get the fly ball over the wall, you know what? Fuck it. Swat his glove away. Fight for that ball. (laughs) I'm all for that. And the last one, don't agree with. It says, don't leave early. Again, I don't agree. Uh, The article says, why, uh, when you paid all that money to see the team play, your favorite team, why would you leave early? I'd say it's same as when you're uh, seeing a bad movie. You know, you paid money. You're sitting there. You're like, this is awful. This is terrible. I'm out of here. And you leave. So there you have it. Some, uh, if you're taking down notes, things you should not do at a Oriole g- or baseball game, wherever you are watching the game. All right, I got an email this week, or I think it was last week, from a guy by the name of Jeremiah. Jeremiah, 
He wanted to chime in. He wrote in the fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Thank you very much for using the email. Most hated player I like to do every week. Your most hated player. Sometimes I chime in and give my most hated player. You know, when I say this name, I'm sure everybody will say, of course. We're talking Barry Bonds. You know, the guy record-breaking 73 home runs. In 2001, he had an average of 328, slugging percentage of 863. Jesus. 232 walks, four straight MVP awards. Guy can play some baseball. But uh, Jeremiah says this is why he hates him. He says he has cheated on both his wives. As a father, he's been shit. (laughs) As a father, he's been shit. All right. Uh, He says he has spit at people trying to get an autograph and has told kids to fuck off. Yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing about that. (laughs) Kids will walk up to him and he'll be like, "Uh uh-uh. And they'll say, oh, come on, fuck off. Oh, okay. All righty. As a baseball player, he refused to help teammates and was was an asshole. I think he meant to say was an asshole. He said was. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm screwing your email up. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. Let's try it again. He says, as a baseball player, he refused to help teammates and was assholes to his manager. And he obviously used steroids. His head size changed four sizes. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Barry Bonds. I mean, the the rumors have been that the guy is just a straight up dick to fans, to his teammates, to managers. I say rumor because I've never seen it myself. But again, people are basically say he's one of the biggest dicks in baseball. I think he even came out and apologized like a year ago saying like, yeah, I I wasn't exactly the nicest to people. And and I'm sorry for that. And, you know, the next day he told another kid to fuck off and (laughs) went back to his old traits. He was a dick, but he was the shit. (laughs) Like, like Jeremiah says, as a father, he's been shit. Uh, speaking of shit, David Hess, I don't know what would happen to him. His last four starts, Hess has allowed 21 runs and 26 hits in 17 and two-thirds innings. Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you, it's it's tough to watch these pitchers come up to the Orioles organization and continue to suck. Uh, Alex Cobb, a little worried about him. People say that he's worse than the Ubaldo signing. I don't know yet. Let's wait and see. So, I appreciate you taking the time to tune in every week, as always. I'm going to be having a guest on, guy from Barstool Sports. going to be coming on, talking Orioles. That'll be fun. Again, you can reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Be very interesting coming up this month. In the next month with the All-Star break or the Orioles, what are they going to do in the month of July when they come back from the All-Star break? Are we going to see any changes? Is Manny Machado going to have an Orioles jersey? in September. Oh my god. I hope not. What a shit show. Till next time. See ya.